once again to the M4 Project. This week we're talking about Suspiria, a film from 1977. As always, my name is Matthew Jelenic. My name is Michael Sullivan. And my name is Morgan Davidson. Um, I was wondering what an opposite version of yourself would be slash look like. Like a bizarro. Bizarro, you Hmm. alternate, Matt. Mike, what would an alternate Mike be? I kind of feel like I've already lived as alternate. Like current Mike has already been alternate Mike, and that was teenage Mike. <laughs> yeah, you've changed a lot. Yeah. You came out of your shell, son. Yeah, so I would say <clears throat> the opposite of me now was me 15 years ago. Completely undriven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was... Are you driven? No. Not... <laughs> Compared to high school, Mike. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You have long hair now. Yeah, good beard. You used to have short, spiky hair. That's true. Shotgun. So, can we have some photos, please? I, will, I want to see photos of short, spotty yeah, head. I would need... Uh, I, I mean, if he'd frosted those tips, <laughs> if he'd frosted the tips, he'd be a backstreet boy. Oh, yeah, wow. it was it was short back and sides, messy on top, spiked, spiked fringe type deal. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Get that into your head. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> and once you do, yeah, you'll you never get it out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Bizarro Matt. Uh, obviously, have been severely curly of head. They've got to have straight, long hair. Uh, be very muscular. Very <laughs> oh my god, it's Fabio. Alternate yeah, Matt is Fabio. It is good yeah. with the ladies. Oh um, my, he's not awkward talking. Like, no, he's, he's not like... awkward. He's taken a goose to the face on a roller coaster. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fabio Morgan. Who's who, what, what about you? I'll be the type of person that just sits at home and listens to their favorite country music album titled. Ah, the best collection of songs about being lonely with your dog two disc set the second, <laughs> the second CD is just the same songs with instrumentals um, I'd comb my thick dark hair in the mirror and wish I was as tall as my luscious hair is long as I'm incredibly bald um, and as I'm only four and a half foot tall um, I'd be a brony uh, that would love, <laughs> love me some special alone time with Rainbow Dash <laughs> I'd also constantly clock clock. Yeah, yeah, oh definitely. I'd also constantly wear mittens. I don't know why. I just imagine you, you alternate Morgan would wear mittens. You don't currently you wear, wear mittens? mittens. Yeah. So yeah. That's what I mean, you don't want to accidentally hurt Rainbow Dash. Oh that's it. Yeah, I'd be nice and gentle. With your delicate with hands. Dash. Anyways. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep. Too much thought yeah, into okay. that possibly. Suspiria. Suspiria. Back in the tin. A newcomer to a prestigious ballet academy comes to realise that the school is a front for something sinister amidst a series of grisly murders. This film is known for its extreme colour palette and gore, but with if you've ever watched Spaghetti Western, every piece of dialogue is ADR'd. So basically they didn't record on-set audio. And redubbed it. Is it every single? Because I feel like there was a couple of lines where I felt might have been recorded. No. Every no, single one. Every single one. Every okay. single one. Okay. Uh, you'll often notice uh, with the lead actress, she was often got it pretty close. Yeah. She, was, oh, she was probably the best. I was more talking about the uh, Fraulein that was the leader of the ballet yeah. girls when she was actually speaking in the hall. It felt like they had the reverberation of the room, which made oh, me think. No, that's a, that's an after effect. Did okay. they do that? Yeah. Well, do that in post. Well, they fucked me. Yeah. So I'll do that kind of thing. Uh, one of the interesting things as well with how it was shot in terms of ADR, uh, there was, I think, four languages spoken on set. So if you couldn't speak English, you just spoke your native tongue, and then they just dubbed it over in English. So there was English, Italian, 
French and German. I think there might have been some Polish or Ukrainian in there as well. But <laughs> everyone speaks English in the English dub. Uh, they just redo it. Absolute classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first of a trilogy. Uh, th- yeah. First of a thematic trilogy. trilogy yeah. So uh, not, not yeah. a direct uh, plot trilogy, but it's uh, from the director. They had The trilogy called. is referred to as the three the mothers, mothers that comprises the Inferno after this and the Mother of Tears, which is a long time after in 2007. Yeah. This are is they, made in they all about witches? They're all about witches. Oh, okay. okay. And Coven's and Mothers. There's about to be okay. a remake uh, released in 2017. It stars Dakota Johnson, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Tilda Swinton. Uh, yeah, I think release has actually been pushed back to 2018. It just disappeared, so it didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's got the main chick... Um, stars in a secondary role, the one from this movie yes, is yes, in it as yes, well. Yes, yes, Jessica Harper. Uh, yeah, I think she plays the um, Fraulein. Okay, there you go. Something like that. So, a little bit more information. Um, the main chick's called Susie Banyan, uh, an American ballet student. She arrives late on a stormy night to the prestigious Tance Dance Academy in Freiburg, Germany. Uh, I'd just like to point out the yes, it's the Tance Dance Academy. Tance. T A N Z. Dance Academy <laughs> uh, in Freiburg, Germany. Uh, while trying unsuccessfully to get someone to answer the door to the academy, she witnesses a young student, Pat Hingle. She hears her say something like a secret and iris, and then she flees from the school. Pat is later killed by a shadowy figure that appears outside her bedroom window. In a slasher horror, no less. Gee, I wonder how she dies. The attacker stabs Pat repeatedly, uh, once in her heart. She slips noose around her neck. The figure then throws Pat from the window. That leads into the apartment lobby below. Well, that was probably overkill. It actually sounds right up my alley. Would you go away? You were a bit from like three weeks ago. The rope snaps, blah, 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 killing her friend, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this gives you some information that the school is not, not right and something will kill to protect it. Can I just say the lead up to this Pat chick being killed mm-hmm. is so fucking long. It is a long, oh, yeah. slow scene. And it, it's also in that opening scene. So it's following Susie, Susie, Susie. And it's like, oh, there's this Sarah character. Still Susie. Now it's Sarah. Pat. Pat. Or Pat, Pat. Or whatever, whatever her bloody name is. And she's in this room. And you're like, wait, is that... Oh, no, that's the lady that was screaming outside the school. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm back on the board now. Anyway. Um, so this chick dies, blah, blah, blah. Susie, the main character of the film, then returns back to the Academy in the morning. She's Un- unaware. Un- unaware of what's happened the night before. I'd like to bring up real quick just here that I, as like last week with you, I came into this completely blind and I didn't enjoy it for the first 30 minutes or so. Uh, and when I don't like what I'm watching, I have nitpick shit. Uh, and when the girl dies at the start, she has to slice the bit of glass in the head. There's no way that would ever work because the force it would take to lodge that in your skull would be way more than what the glass could handle. And it would shatter. Like before that, the girl got stabbed so many fucking About times. About 40 times? I, I don't care. <laughs> that annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, like we, we, we uh, Morgan and I briefly spoke about it. The, the scene where Pat <laughs> first gets stabbed, like she gets stabbed in the bathroom. She gets stabbed leading upstairs to the top of the building. She gets stabbed <laughs> down and stabbed multiple times on top of the roof. Enough that her heart is exposed, still screaming, she's stabbed in the heart and screams. <laughs> But the glass would have shattered. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to shatter on the chest, Mike. I just want to know what Mike thought of the fucking, in that case, the frigging razor wire scene, because you must have hated that. No, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll and, get to and, that. Anyways. We're anyway, still on back of the tin. <laughs> Susie, Susie returns to the academy in the morning. She's introduced to the staff and some students, one being Olga. Oh, my fucking God. 
how hot was Olga? All of them were very... But Olga! <laughs> <laughs> what? Fraulein. Yeah. She was... Anyway, anyway, she was... Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, she was Damn. gorgeous. Barbara um, Manilov's Olga. She was the lady... She was that 70s babe. Um, after that strange encounter... Uh, with the uh, Academy's custodian. Uh, Susie faints during a lesson. Uh, she wakes up that night to discover that she's been moved into on-campus dormitory. Um, despite her reluctance, the doctors tell her that she is to be medicated with a glass of wine daily and she's to live on camp- campus for her continued care. It's so and with a special diet as well. With a special diet, yes. A very yeah. bland diet. Um, Susie rooms with Sarah. The two become friends. And this is when the movie really get, starts to get going and it shows that these girls are in for some strange shit is about to go down. Also, when the first chick that gets... Sorry. When Pat, before she gets all stabby uh, and she's running and they're seeing uh, Sarah? Susie is seeing her running through the woods in the taxi. There's a very light spotlight shining on her as she's running through the trees. Where is that spotlight? And why can you see it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's called... No, it's, it's very vividly a spotlight. It, it's, it's, all, it's also called... Awesome director of photography. <laughs> I mean, what, what would you expect? Just pitch black? Yes. You can't see it. She's just... Yeah. Little... <laughs> oh, a tree. Realism. Ah, another case. tree. <laughs> if you're worried about realism in this movie, what the fuck's going on with the colour palette, Mike? <laughs> People aren't green in the face in regular lighting. The, uh, uh, there's just the actual... Uh, sorry, we're about to... No, we're not about... Looks yeah. in tone later. Yeah. Looks in tone later. Characters, actors, and their performances. Jessica uh, Harper as Susie. Jessica Harper as Susie. Really liked her. I thought she played innocent and... Yep. A little bit bland. A little bit bland, but she was innocent and naive and that kind of thing. Also a slim and hottie. Like an a, a Italian 80s B-grade slasher flick, so you can't yeah. really expect too much. You can't really hold that no, against no. her in that respect. Uh, but yeah, in terms of performance, I thought she played the, the innocent damsel in distress and a mystery quite well. Well, the character was quite good. Like She had enough now to sort of get herself to the situation yeah. she sort of found herself in. One of those sort of cases usually I'd just be screaming at this you know scream saying no no not that way watch out he's going to kill you yeah. but I didn't with this one yeah. she had enough that you were like, like yeah she was actually in he's behind you and she would actually be enough to be suspicious go, but, oh, oh, oh. yeah and, and she also asked questions yeah 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 and whereas a lot of these characters would sit there and especially the one horror is like yeah cool I'll just keep doing this same thing where she's like why am I on this shitty diet why do I always feel sick and tired why aren't you letting me go down that shit's going down yeah mm. definitely other than that other characters Stefana Cassini as Sarah Sarah her dormitory neighbour and friend she came across that shit crazy before and, she got weird yeah and um, then it was like oh you've been paying attention to the weird diets and doorways that you're not allowed to go down and weird things that they say they leave every night but the way they walk means they stay in the what's going on and yeah and she, yeah she was smart she figured that out she's like no they don't leave because they walk so many steps and then turn this way they definitely not next to the front door's the other way how yeah. where are they going they're staying in the building why um, are they lying she also probably gets one of the better death scenes as well. Um, mm. Spoiler! <laughs> nah. No, it, it's, be, it's to be expected. It's to be expected. Um, you know, when, when she's in that razor wire struggling to get out, I mean, the razor wire fucking... Okay, the budget of the movie probably wasn't, wasn't huge and it is a 70s um, yeah. slasher flick. Um, but it scene. was like trying 
to watch someone struggle their way out of a fucking maze, a, 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 a fucking really big slinky. Yeah, um, and that's it, what it looked like—a massive just, slinky. It was just—I wasn't cool. sure whether it was actually it was purely there that it was really difficult to get out of. Well, yeah, I realized the way she was acting was meant that it was meant to be like barbed wire, razor wire, but then yeah. also when you look at it, it just felt like it was meant to be in t- like well, the, the way she actually got out of it looked like she was trying to do the worm in a massive slinky. That's yeah. what that she was. Yeah. You're not wrong, but yeah, it was, it was meant. The thing that made me laugh about that scene was she's up in this little window, she's escaping from another situation, and she's like, Oh, a door, I'm just going to step into this room, and she just falls into a pile of razor wire. wire. It's like, did you not look <laughs> down? Like, she screamed in surprise and pain. It wouldn't have been hard. It would have been like a five degree look <laughs> yeah. down to see it. But no, no. Eyes forward. I'm going to do the work. <laughs> anyway. Then the hand comes in and gives her a nice big slip. So, and to, to go back to your earlier, oh, geez, the razor wire scene then. By this point, I was enjoying the movie. Oh, so good. I was going full yeah. ham into it okay yeah. right, so, so you so you're fine with that yeah no 100% glass falling from the roof though fucking stupid worst thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> why would they do that come on anyway, anyway, common uh, sense dictates any, any, any other characters that we want to talk about um yeah uh, Flavio Bucchi as Daniel um I really liked his character and the scene he did with the dog was the really, blind, really uh, good he plays ah, the yes. blind pianist for the dance I'm not really sure why he had to die um but I suppose get that on big jobs really the, like, but also it's a slasher the, yeah. the lead up to that scene uh, was where I started to enjoy it I'm yeah like, this I, is good the only thing was that like, I didn't mind the messy scenes like I, I didn't mind the glass falling yeah. I didn't mind the stabbing I didn't mind the slinky I did mind the dog eating his throat looked like he was just being handed lamb chops off camera <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dog his yeah, lamb dog. chop dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, you're not wrong it was meaty it was very very meaty it was very visceral um any others? <laughs> uh, well, okay, there, there's the uh, the leader of the, or the I'd, I'd call her the actual characters. Probably we're more going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what What was the name? What, who was the uh, the principal of the school? Was that Mrs. no? That was the vice principal. The principal was never there. That's ah oh, yes, she was a. The principal was never there. I'm going to go with uh, Miss Tan. Oh, it was Madame, was it Ma- Madame Blanc? Madame Blanc. Yeah, that, oh, that's her. Uh, so she's uh, a socialite, very. Oh, very hoity-toity. This is my school. Not apparently not a dancer herself, but it's her establishment. It's oh, it's very oh, we're very upper class here. Seems to be daft a little bit because she's just purely socialite. Boy, is she? Uh, and then there's the Frau Wein, who is one of the dance instructors and one of the best. But she's blunt. But she's very good. Very like uh, yeah. she wolf of the SS. Very blunt. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, no, no, not, not really. Like any other character? The best character is. The, bear, the, best the color is, palette. Just in case you couldn't hear me clearly, I said color palette. Color palette, not cum parrot, some sort of ejaculatory bird. Cocor. Well, the best character, <laughs> one of the best, better characters was a very short scene is yet to come. The actual main reason behind all of this oh, shit happening is an awesome character that yeah. created. Yeah, who, um, who does get referenced? Yeah, uh, it, it's where where Morgan said that the actual principal of the school is never never seen or heard of by the students. Sarah knows of it because apparently uh, she was told once she, she asked questions about why there's this heaving horrible mass coming through the door. Uh, it's like <gasps> this horrible breathing every night. It's like, oh, that's the principal. She stays here every now and then. And it's like holy crap! What the hell is wrong with that? She sounds like a freaking boiler going off. 
Uh, and, and then there's a scene where they all have to sleep in a different room in the school because the maggot's falling through the roof. Uh, and she hears that again. It's like, that's the principle. That's... Ooh. And we'll get back into that character later. Looks uh, and tone. Looks and tone. This movie is incredibly well known because it has colour palette turned up to 11. Yeah, yeah. Like this, it, every surface, every character, costume and object has distinct bright colours. Yeah, the red building that, that Matt everything's the, in. Oh, the the tense dance cat. It was, it was, it was, it was such a striking cat. building. They start a few scenes with... <laughs> burgundy. Yeah, they start a few scenes with the outside shot of it and it just gives that scene that little bit of pop to yeah. start off with. It really gives it a bit of a... This is it where we It kind of reminds me of like a, a traditional Russian... Those yeah. onion-topped buildings. Yeah, yeah. bright-coloured mm. Yeah, yeah, walls. very, very... Mm. In the general sense, I felt that this movie. I was speaking to a mate the other day, and he said it looked very um, Stanley Kubrickish. Yeah, which I totally agree. The way it was shot, like mm-hmm. it's very um, Clockwork Orange mm-hmm. yeah, uh, sets inside and all that sort of mm-hmm. all things like that. Yep. Uh, just the way it kind of, not the horror element yeah. of it, but the way it sort of moved and yeah. interacted was very yeah. the the way that Kubrick-ish. it moved was Kubrickish. Uh, the way that it was coloured was Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, not yeah. Wes Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul Thomas sorry. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, if you centred some shots a bit differently, that kind of thing, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, if you, if you ever did a slasher. It, it's so distinct that this is why I said last week, wink, wink, uh, that it was well-known within certain circles. Like, this, this sort of set up this idea of, Colour, you're allowed to be ridiculous with colour in a film. Like the scene we, we spoke of from the beginning where uh, Pat gets stabbed and hung and thrown through a uh, windowed roof. It's through a stained glass, glass roof. Yeah. And the walls around her are all different colours and she hopes she's green in the face with red pouring off of her and on a white dress and her friend's wearing orange and has a... And she's running around yeah. knocking at doors, the friend yeah. at this point, and yeah, the Every hallways is just primary colours everywhere. To and the it, max. It's, to the max. It's a slasher on a play school set. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for the rocket clock. Yeah. yeah. Keeping an eye out. Other than that, yeah, incredibly distinct and totally awesome. I feel like this is looks and tone of the movie. It really, just it really, really is. Really yeah. is. Uh, in terms of uh, not only colour, colour for set designing and costumes and objects and lighting. And like, music. And like, music as well. Like Everything works together to make this incredibly distinct image. But for a study of colour... The way that they utilize a set, and then they can completely change that set, even though it already has an incredibly distinct color. Hit it with a different light, and make it a completely different feeling, and, and evoke completely different sort of reactions. Tremendously well executed. Having said that, even though all the scenes were incredibly colorful, with the dog scene was completely sheer black and white. Yeah, yeah so they was. changed it so much, and the, the music leading up to it, mm. up until that point, kind of irritated me. The music yeah. because it was really just it just sounded like noise with Swedish throat singing yeah. added, <laughs> uh, and then it, it actually felt like to me that's when a turning point happened was when it kind of all felt like it was actually adding to it a lot more, and okay. the black and white that was so contrast. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was a really that scene. that was I felt that that scene with the, with the dog and that was very it was um, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, um, yeah, very. Just in the way it sort of acted out, and the distant and isolated. And, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, and the the sort of flashes through this, like mm. the like the, the the camera pans up to look at something that isn't there, sort of, yeah. and then back to the character again. Um, sorry, the score. Um, mm. 
composed by the prog rock band Goblin. Yeah. Um, it's one of the best horror movie scores of. I think it, I think it, it won was awards. It was kind of thing, yeah. really really well done. It was loud. It was unusual. It was lumpy. It was bumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really dug it. It gave the, those sort of scenes just a lot more tension. Yeah. It, 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 at the start, it kind of felt like it was being played in scenes where I felt like it being quiet would be a lot better for the scene like when she was moving towards the window slowly it was really goddamn loud with lots of just it felt like people were just smacking pots and pans and all sorts of shit going on yeah. and I kind of felt like it would it would do better to be like a quieter thing to build suspense mm-hmm. but I feel like that's coming from like a modern horror yeah, sense absolutely where it would probably be actually shitter if it was that way yeah um, looking back on it it would have made it like in that scene you were talking about, it would have made that so fucking long. It was already yeah. a long scene yeah, with was. sound. Yeah. But if you imagine having that scene with her looking yeah. at the window, she like looks out, she grabs something, she looks out with silence, yeah. it would have just been... Yeah. You'd hated it even more. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. You're right there. You're very much right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I do think with that, not, not only did it visually inspire a lot of people, uh, I think also with that score, it, it inspired a lot of people. Because it, when did Halloween, the first Halloween, come out? 70s. 70s? Pretty sure. We're just going to look this up, folks. For this one second. Halloween 1978, the next year. I was going to say, because when I first heard that score coming through with that Swedish throat singing, <laughs> as you put it, even though I think it was actually Italian. I don't know. Uh, I just, this is first it reminded me of the... Yeah. There's this thing just on the cusp of hearing the meaningless sound sounds that are utterly concerning. Uh, really really well as well as the tone the gore in the movie is top class it comes across a bit Mm -hmm. poor in today's standards as I said with the razor blade slinky Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of stage blood um, that just looks like thick red paint Um, and and also it looks fake as fuck but I don't don't mind because of how it did it the rest of the movie there was one scene with like the throat cutting it was was, very that was me that looked that was 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 really but I do with the blood in this film it was because more of color. The, yeah, because of the color palette, it was bright, Blood. bright red. red. Yeah, it was clearly plain, yeah. paint. Sorry, yeah. it wasn't like the usual dark red that you're getting from like a water thing. It also had the, sort of thing. It was bright blood. It was bright blood, but it also had the consistency of paint. Yes, yeah. but it, that added to it. Yeah, um, that it was like we're going to use this. You know what it's supposed to be. That's yeah. not the issue. Um, but we're going to make it pretty. Yep. And so I didn't mind that. Like I said, the dog ripped out the throat. I had a bit of a laugh as the body was out of shot. Um, and you're supposed to be using your imagination to see, see, that. see it's what ripping exactly flesh, But it's clearly um, the quite pink flesh. Or yeah, the yeah. Nice it was clearly steak. just eating bits of meat from the butcher. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can't really hold that against it. For everything it did, it, it was beautifully executed. Yeah. I uh, that, that scene with the dog as well, uh, I'd like to point out that this, once Daniel leaves the school and, and that scene, that's the few moments when there are colour when he's away from, from the, the school, school and its influence. Uh, and the colour starts to come back when the school's influence is realised in blood. Yeah. I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. little, little motif. The whole motif of colour, like this otherworldly colour is... Because it's also very standard colours at the start when she's at the airport. Once she arrives at the school and after that... It's the hyper color. It actually hits like that after they have like the kind of close up shot of the electronic or automatic doors. Yeah. And then she goes outside, it's nighttime, yeah. it's raining, and it's just black and white. Because she's black. within their influence. Yeah. 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 Color yeah. is a motif. Very well done. Yeah. Overall, 
Overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> as, as a study of colour and a study of cinematography and slash of storytelling done right, mm. really enjoyed it. Yeah, right. I thought this was an incredibly good film. I loved... Well, up until, well, for the first part, I didn't like it, but then once I started enjoying and getting into it, oh, man, it was amazingly good. It did... Do you now like the beginning because of how it ended? I want to go back and rewatch the start. I want to go back and rewatch it in general. Mm. But, yes, I would like to go back and... I think I would enjoy the, the start more... Knowing where it's going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like this movie did a really good job of not showing the thing that's horror. It allows your imagination to make the scary thing, whereas it, having the big ghouly monster isn't very scary because you can see what's there. Well, it doesn't need to show, does it? It doesn't. No. no. Until like, the, the yeah. very, 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 yeah, very like end. It doesn't. Like, it's it doesn't. always As a like, payoff. It's always just... Da, 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 da. You don't yeah. see the shark yeah, earlier. Exactly. That, it does that incredibly well. Like it does the hand with the glove doing the stabbing from sort of. There was, there was an arm does... there at one stage that had hair on it, mm. which I liked because that just threw you. Yeah. There's one of the scenes. Is it the throat it's, slitting? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Uh, or at, at the, the very start. At the, the very stabbing. Start, yeah. When it reaches through yeah. the window yeah. and grabs it's, it's very much face. It's very much window. like a muscular man arm. Whereas yeah. But like it's like a fur almost on yeah. its arm. Like it was. Yeah. I was like, what the? F-? Well, it also had green glowing eyes several stories above ground level. Yeah. Well, this is true. Um, <laughs> sorry. What you were? Yeah. So it, it just did that really well. Instead of showing you the horror, it made you. It made the horror in your head. That, that you yeah. made the scary thing happen, like yep. in your own imagination, which isn't done very much these days, no. and it's done incredibly well in this movie. Definitely. Overall, really good little horror film. It wasn't over the top, and I really liked its simplisticness of mm. it. The horror really worked. It had had that effect that I think was desired on, yeah. on me. Um, like I've already said, the score of this was a high point for me. Um, the underlying story behind the movie was the weakest point. Um when all was said and done, yeah, it didn't really matter. I felt it was a little rushed at some points. So like I, I've said, that first scene was dragged out, but the rest of it was very rushed. Um, mm. For a movie so long that's spent its time building, yeah. it really rushed in the second half. Maybe that was to do with budgeting at the time, possibly. I'm not well, sure. Well, yeah, have to remember this thing's, I think, fairly low budget. Yeah. Um, but it built, you got bored in its building, and then at yeah. the end it was just like, yeah, and tie all the knots yeah. done. Okay, pay off. But worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Definitely yeah. worth it. Okay. Uh, would, would I recommend it? I've already said it, but yes, I would. Give it a watch, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You can sit there and caveats and go, oh, if you don't like it. You don't even need to give it, because I, the horror, the horror is artistically done, mm. and the most brutal scene of horror is so clear that it's not real. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's. Yeah. It's it's horror in that classic form of where you you can Almost see exactly what we're doing, yeah. but it's not offensive in the sense that it's clearly fake. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so fake. Yeah, it, it's not that modern thing where the gore is hyper realistic. You're seeing intestines pour out of people, ugh, squeaky. It's like no, someone's got their throat cut and red stuff is flying out of them. Yeah, or someone's wrestling a slinky. Yeah. <laughs> doing the worm in a yeah. slinky that's what I like it will make you feel stuff with it but it's not offensive no to, to definitely not definitely not yes. recommend uh, I feel like it's a movie that sort of transcends genre like if you're a fan of a certain genre if, you, if you're not a fan of horror you still enjoy this movie because it's just it feel like it's just that good yeah it's an incredibly good movie watch it watch it definitely watch Excellent. it uh, on that mystical magical note we're going to quickly jump into spoilers and also maybe grab some more beers Ooh, Matt's uh, going to skull his I'm going to skull mine because I've been talking about hello and 
you've gone and watched the film now, so we're going to spoil it. Well, we're not going to spoil it because you've watched the film. How good was it? I know. It's it good, was right? good, right? Yeah. Yeah. You agree it's with good. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of the podcast. What should we do? What's What's in the end? Why are spoilers? Should we go into the plot of exactly what happens or just skip straight to the uh, end? Go in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you got Blank and Tanner, who I can't even remember who the fuck they were. Um, I just had something in my notes about them. You got pages of notes, man. I don't know how you do it. Madame Blanc and Miss Tanner. That's it. Madame Blanc and Tanner. Um, they involve, they inform uh, Susie and Sarah. Um, sorry, they inform Susie that Sarah has abruptly left the academy. Um, this is towards the end of the film because mm-hmm. Sarah is alone and gets stuck in the slinky razor wire yeah. and throat slitty slitty. Her confused and suspicious Susie goes to meet one of Sarah's acquaintances in town, a, a psychologist named Frank Mandel. Oh, yeah. Mandel explains the Academy was founded by Helena Marcos, a cruel Greek emigre? emigre? Mm. Yeah, immigrant. Um, who was widely believed to be a witch, uh, while uh, Mandel's uh, colleague, Professor Millis, tells Susie that a coven cannot survive without their queen. Mm. Uh, the, the psychologist friend also explains... No, there's, there's no such thing. And also, yeah, they burned her to death, as far as we know. But it changed hands, and now it went from being... It used to be a dance and witchcraft academy. Mm-hmm. Um, just no, dance it was, a, it was and he goes, Now it's just a dance academy. But yeah, that's all a of horseshit. Here's our occult expert. I'll leave you alone. And the occult expert goes, No, no, I believe in witches, and they can't survive without their queen. But So you kill the queen, you get rid of the witch. Coven. Cool. Susie returns to the academy. <laughs> she finds that all the other students have been sent out for the evening to a performance by um, the Bolshoi. After disposing of her food and wine, which she has believed to be drugged, which she's fucking spot on there, it was. Yep. Um, that explains why she keeps on becoming drowsy. And all yeah. oh, the drowsy scenes. The, dr- the drowsy so scenes. drowsy. So very drowsy. <laughs> but no, the... the- she does, yeah, the, the drowsy is like, oh, I'm, I'm right on the cusp of it. And she's being shaken, doing yeah. the, the classic head flop comedy shake where someone's <laughs> shaking someone by the shoulders and the head's just whipping around. Do that a few times. The reason I started giggling then was when she got rid, when she got rid of uh, her clothes, uh, not her clothes. Oh, yeah. Her, when she got rid of those food, clothes. The food, the poison food. Uh, shortly after that, she gets attacked by the bat. Oh, the bat. <laughs> oh, oh, not the, bat the strongest too. special effect of the film. Yeah, wait. They basically attached a, like a, 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 a... It's a slipper. It's a slipper with <laughs> leather wallet on either side. I know, but the way they sort of did it was like they got a firm wire strapped yeah. to her and then strapped to the bat so the bat could never disappear within a certain radius. Yeah. And then she's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was on a bit of a spring. As they were just told, just move around a lot. That'll hide the spring. And like, it will just flap. It'll flap at your face because it's struck. Like, st- it's she's used to things stomach. flapping at her face, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Oh, man. She, then, then here's some footsteps. <laughs> fucking bad. I'm sorry. It took me out of it. I giggled. I was laughing so hard. She then hears uh, foot, some footsteps um, that Sarah... She kills done. it with a stool. She <laughs> <laughs> a towel over it and then crushes it. She's just going to pick it up. And then it's just a red stain. And then it's a red stain. It's on the fucking stool. And just like, oh, yes, what? Susie, you're a boss. Uh, <laughs> anyway, continue. And then she, she just leaves it there. <laughs> she just leaves. She just walks out of the door. Someone else has got to clean that up. <laughs> At this point, she's kind of... Got the idea that things are fucking weird. So, of course, what's she gonna do? Pick it up and put it on a sandwich and eat it? The bread was too <laughs> much. She could have gone back in after. The- <laughs> <laughs> gone back in after the fire. It would have been nice and roasted. That was, anyway. that was true. 
Morgan. Can we continue? Yes. <laughs> she then hears the same footstep that Sarah had heard. Sarah had explained to her that uh, the staff apparently are supposedly leave for the night, but Sarah's been listening to them and they walk a certain amount of footsteps and then turn right. Mm-hmm. And the exit is clearly a left. So yeah. she's been listening. She's... Something's weird's going on. At this point... When Sarah got caught, she was trying to tell Susie that night that they found my notes. I went to get my notes to give them to my psychologist friend. They're gone. They know about me. They know about me. And she leaves one little, last little note of the counted steps and when to turn. Tucks that away amongst Susie's things and then she escapes and ends up Being wrestling stinky. a slinky. Uh, and then Susie finds that note. So that's how she knows the footsteps. So she um, she follows the footsteps um, and the sounds to Blank's office. Um, she... Entering to find the walls painted with irises. Now, this is what Pat at the beginning of the movie had uh, had, had mentioned: secrets and irises. Um, so she had some sort of a okay. There's irises. Pat obviously clearly knew something about this room. She finds a hidden passage and then enters as she quietly observing by turning an iris. She, she also does one of the things that I love. <laughs> that about room, movies. sorry, that room was yeah. beautiful. That was in yeah. that very Kubrickish. Yeah. Just the way it was set, you were yeah. like. Which was, she didn't know it was before, but uh, yeah, and she did that, the classic movie thing of just close my eyes and think about it, and I can remember those words that I didn't hear. Like she sat there and was like, secret irises, and then she's like, the secret of the door is to turn the iris. It's like, oh, and it turns the blue flower and a door opens. Cool. She quietly observing uh, Blank and Tanner and the staff forming a ritual plotting Susie's death. Um, Susie then finds Sarah's body very dramatically nailed to a coffin. Um, through the eyes as well. Yeah. Did she have yeah. through the eyes? Yeah. yeah. Um, she sneaks into another room where she accidentally awakens a shadowy figure who reveals herself to be Helena Marcos. That is the witch that we mentioned earlier. Who was burned, but that was hundreds of years ago. And that's why she was breathing so heavily. Bad throat burn. Yeah. Give that Galadius strepsil. <laughs> Helena orders Sarah's corpse to rise uh, from the dead to murder Susie. Susie. Susie then stabs Helena through the throat with a knife she finds. Very convenient. Uh, no, no, no. It was part of the, the sculpture she knocked off. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Um, killing Helena and causing Sarah's corpse to collapse. The rest of the coven start asphyxiating without their queen because the coven cannot survive without their, yep. their leader. Um, and Susie escapes just as the academy falls down in flames because the academy is held up. By witchcraft, apparently. I did quite like the all of the scenes of her essentially leaving. How things were just—it was literally the building was falling, falling apart. Yeah, uh, and bleeding in parts. Yeah, like she would just be walk up a door, and the door would just blow open. Like, yeah. and then walking. There was one scene where she walked in, and then like the wall kind of collapsed in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. So as she's walking through, like the, the building is literally collapsing around her. The, the, the light fixtures are falling and that sort of thing, and and a wall will just suddenly explode with cracks and then fall over. There's there was one scene I, I read uh, about this later, and I noticed that when she was doing it, she was very surprised. Very a few times they just said, "Go through this part of the set. <laughs> Go through that door." They didn't tell her what was going to explode. So when vases are going off or around her, and she's got God, she's general. Yeah, it was, there was, it was a point genuine. when there was a statue, and yeah. the statue blew up, and she just, oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, and there was, there's uh, one point, yeah, apparently in the director's commentary, you can see her about to open a door, and then she takes a step back, and then it explodes. It's because the director yells out, stop. And she's like, oh, no, and steps away from the door, because it, then it explodes, and then she goes through. So, but yeah, it's great. 
<laughs> so it all explodes and collapses around her. And she escapes. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to them, all of them to just instantly die. No, no. I was thinking, like, they can't live without... They can't survive without their without the queen. I didn't think they would just all... Immediately start asphyxiating, clawing at their thrall, throats. Yeah, and, I thought it would be like a... it's convenient. Yeah, it's true. Very, very. <clears throat> Sorry, I just got lost there for a second. I was just thinking, I'm on a diet. If I add tomato to a quarter pound of that, therefore makes it healthier, yeah? Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. Sweet. Cancels it out. Cool. Sorry, back to the movie. Yeah. Back to the movie. Yep. Also, absolutely not. Just averages. That's like saying, Maybe what makes it healthier? If Does I, it not make it healthier? If you have a glass of water after having a shot of heroin, if I put tomato on a quarter pounder, it makes it healthier. Yes, it does. <laughs> Some it good cancels out the bag. Uh, it makes it healthier. It doesn't make it healthy. Nah. Healthier. Health, that's all I'm going for. I mean, it's, it's like healthy, you just healthy, eat a dog toe uh, just with some tomato on it. Healthy, makes it healthy. Uh. <laughs> that's good enough for me. In that case, it makes it healthy. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and I think that's pretty much Suspiria wrapped up. The film for next week. More? Yes, Igby goes down. Igby goes down. Are we watching another porno? It feels, yeah. It sounds be. that way, doesn't it? Um, no, but it stars, um, oh man, Kieran, Kieran Culkin. Culkin, which is Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. Um, you'll yeah. know him from the little tiny specky of role he plays in the first and second Home Alone movie where he plays the younger brother always waits a bed. Mm-hmm. He's been in a few things and he's quite decent. This also stars Susan Sarandon, Jeff Goldblum, Claire Danes, uh, Bill Pullman. Uh, Ryan Philippe, a decent cast. A, it's a black comedy, quite good. I cool. thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm, yeah. This movie, give it a watch, folks. 